Alright, this is attempt number two to do the Indy 500 edition week of Tony D podcast. And the reason why I say the second attempt is at the end of this episode, I will play the start of the original one that I started at about 30 seconds in as I was sitting in the bleachers underneath the pagoda right above the yard of bricks. Uh, I felt something on my arm and it was a black spider, a thick black spider. And I about had a panic attack. So it is pretty good audio. So you'll want to stick around for that. But we're going to talk Indianapolis 500. I've, I've moved down. I'm now standing. Um, still on the front straightaway. Looking down into turn four. And I just thought on this edition I would talk a little Indy 500 memories. Indy 500 traditions. Um, a lot of cool stuff. Don't forget to check out Burnout Sports and BurnoutSports.com. Big thanks to Harley at Flooring Is Forever. FlooringIsForever.com, 317-755-1246. And Doug and the gang at the UPS store in Fishers off of Oleo Road. We will get to those reads in a minute as well. So it's Tuesday uh, when I'm recording this from the Indianapolis Motor Speedway, as mentioned. And we got a lot to talk about. Um, you know, when I look out on the front straightaway, it's hard for me to believe that 11 years ago, from where I'm literally looking right now, J.R. Hildebrand hits the wall, Dan Weldon wins. Uh, I was sitting in turn three. It was about 100 degrees out that day, it seemed like. Was wanting Dan Weldon to win, a friend of mine, a friend of everybody's, uh, just a great champion. Walking to Victory Circle, being there. My, my car had gotten towed the night before. Um, some of you may have heard his story before. I was doing Indiana Sports Talk with Bob Lovell, and the night before the race got done, went and met some friends to walk Georgetown Road. You know, I mean, 2011, I was 23, 22. I was 22 years old. So, you know, a little grab a couple beers, go walk down, have a good time. Uh, but you got to watch those signs closely that say no parking on race day because at midnight it became race day and my car got towed, so my ass ended up walking about five miles from turn three to Victory Circle to the Speedway, police station to Zor's Towing. Uh, it was an entire ordeal, but what a day that was. Uh, that car's in the museum that Weldon won with after um, the circumstances at Texas with Wade Cunningham and then um, his passing at Vegas. So always think about Dan. Uh, love Jerry Hildebrand. Great guy. Um, I don't like to. I'll never ask Jr. about that race. Like I will never say, "Hey, what if?" Because I mean, a guy gets it all the time, and unfortunately, I don't know if he'll ever live it down. Probably won't unless he wins it. Um, but what a day that was! You know, I think back to, you know, some of the qualifying runs. Scott Dixon this past weekend, the fastest qualifying run in history, and you think about Ari Leyendijk's fast time in 1996, and then you know the fastest pole speed now, Scott Dixon. Top Scott Brayton's pole speed from 1996. Uh, unfortunately, Scott Brayton then passed the following Friday here at the Indianapolis Motor Speedway. So, um, you know, you, you think about just the legends. I mean, I saw A.J. Foyt this morning driving down Pitt Road, actually. I was doing a video for Burnout. It's one of my favorite traditions that, that I don't think it's talked about as much is the driver's names being painted on the pit wall for race day. And they're not actually painted on the wall anymore. It's 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 a sticker, but still. So I literally walked from Sage Karam's first pit, the Dry and Ryan Bolt pit, where I'm looking at right now, 
all the way down to the final pit box of Scott Dixon's uh, to do a time-lapse video. So I hope you'll check that out at Burnout Sports. It's on my Twitter as well. And A.J. Foy comes by in the golf cart. We've seen Rick Mears out here, Ari Leyendijk. I think every time I wear my Ari Leyendijk Domino's Pizza Hot One special T-shirt, I never see him. But it was cool last week. I got to go to the museum um, to do some shoots and got my picture with that car, uh, which was cool too because I also got to meet uh, Matthew Dillner. If you know anything about Dale Jr. and racing and Dirty Mo Media, um, Dillner's a great guy. He's He's been around. Uh, doing NASCAR content and things for years. Um, so Luke at the speed at the Speedway Museum walked me down on the mu- walked me down in the basement. Yes, I've been in the basement several times. Yes, I know how special it is. Yes, I know how lucky I am to to, to go down there. And uh, they were down there. You're getting ready to tape something for Jimmy Johnson. So be sure to check that out. I think Johnson was down there the next day. Jimmy was flying back and forth from Charlotte last week, which is um, absolutely crazy in, in in my eyes, to be honest with you. So. Uh, and I think Roger Penske goes back to Detroit almost every night. So it's a different world that some of these guys live in. But anyway, so I said, hey, Matt, you know, I've got a friend that I think works with you guys. His name's Bobby. I went to high school with him. And so Bobby and I went to high school together. We had journalism courses together. I, I don't think um, either of us realized how much into racing that we were because we didn't really talk about it. Um, but he said, hey, let me let me call him. And then Bobby says, hey. I'm doing a concert. My band is traveling. We're going to a place called The Healer in Indianapolis. So I don't know if you've ever been to The Healer or had ever heard of it. I hadn't. Um, by far the weirdest place I've ever gone to. It was like a haunted house. You'd go into different rooms. It was in like an old business park down on Raymond and Shelby. And it was a fun place. The band, Bobby's band was great. The, the band before him was awesome. Uh, we had a good time. But it just, I always say this, and I know that I've talked about this a thousand times, and I'll say it another thousand times. Indianapolis is the world's biggest small town. It, it, it really is. It really culminates. Uh, there goes Roger Penske driving by in the uh, Chevy Tahoe down the front straightaway. I won't, I won't tell you his license plate number, but um, his, his parking spot number here at the track underneath the Pagoda uh, says 18, which is the amount of Indianapolis 500 wins that he has as a car owner here at the track so big flex but it was cool to see Bobby cool to to uh kind of catch up a little bit since it's been so long and uh, I know he's been a part of that show Lost Speedways which is which is an absolute must watch um a lot of fun to see how they go back and kind of I guess the word would be rekindle things so that's super cool this race this weekend it's going to be highly competitive um there are so many good drivers there are so many um, drivers that are starting towards the back as I look down the pylon right now. I mean, first one that comes to mind is obviously the defending winner in Elio Castro Nevis. Then you've got 26, Scott McLaughlin, who has a win this year. And then starting 25th is Colton Herta, who had a really good car in practice. Renus VK looks so good. Um, Alex Palou looks great. Scott Dixon, fastest pulse that are ever. Just crazy to think. That uh, he only has one Indy 500 win, and the comparisons to Mario is just so close and so crazy. Um, as we venture towards this 160 Indianapolis 500, for me, um, you know, I, I you always respect the champion. This this place does pick the winner. This place does um, come alive, and, and 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 I think is a living, breathing organism. Uh, a former driver put, and for me. 
I mean, Ed Carpenter winning would be the ultimate for me, I think, in, in all of sports. And it's one of those things where, you know, I've seen the White Sox win the World Series. I've never seen the Pacers win the NBA championship. So I think it, it's, it's, it's pretty even with the Pacers winning a championship, which I don't think we're going to see for a very long time. Uh, but maybe they hit on the sixth pick coming up or they make a big-time trade and, and make it happen. But Ed Carpenter winning would be huge. Would love to see Connor Daly win. I mean, the thing is, is there's just so many accessible guys when you come out to the racetrack, and and in, in years, different years, females as well, and you can meet the driver and and really get to know their personality to be able to pick your favorites. So, um, man, it's going to be great. It's Marcus Erickson is so consistent. Can Tony Kanan do it? Um, I won't tell him this, and and I, you know, TK. So my my best friend Trent, who um, as of right now is going to attend the race on Sunday, I think he's been to everyone since 2007 or 2008. I think 2008 was his first, if not mistaken. He'll have to correct me. And he's only missed one, and it was 2013 when Kanan won. And Trent is a huge Kanan fan. So as of right now, Trent's coming to the race. Although, um, you know, his wife is 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 very very pregnant. So. Um, Still hope he could come. That, that, that's our tradition when my dad comes in from Seattle and um, my brother who is uh, coming back from Seattle as well to check out the race. And we will just have an absolute blast. I want to thank the UPS store and Fishers off of Oleo Road. They have everything that your small business needs when it comes to printing or shipping. Let them be your best friend when it comes to helping out your small business and your small business grow. The UPS store and Fishers off of Oleo Road right there by the Kroger. Check them out. For any of your printing or shipping needs, they have pack and ship certified experts. They have a pack and ship guarantee. Be sure to check in with Doug and the gang at the UPS store in Fishers. I know I mentioned this last week, and and, and as poll weekend goes away, um, and the poll sitter and Scott Dixon in the top six that had to make three attempts, one on Saturday, which was a weird rainy day, then come back, make it into the top six, and then and then run for the poll. Doug said, you know, $100,000, I mean, that's what it, I've said this many times, that's what it was back in 1993, and I think Ari Lyon got an Astro van as well uh, to go along with that big check. But it should be, the poll speed should be, or the or the, the poll winning prize money should be what he's, what the speed is, 234 so $234,000. I think that'd be enough. Um, that would help. That would get some guys going. So um, it's a great field for Sunday. I think we'll see a lot of great competition. Um, you know, you can narrow it down to maybe 15 guys with a shot. You could probably narrow that down to 10. You could probably narrow that down to maybe six. I know you got to start up front here, but when you look at the pylon and you've got Jimmy Johnson starting 12th, you've got Joseph Newgarden starting 14th, Rossi starting 16th, Simon Pagano starting 17th, Connor Daly 18th, Graham Rahal 21st, uh, Marco, 23rd, you've got some legit drivers and some legit chances to win starting back of that top 12, which, you know, from six on down, you've got Kanan, followed by Pato Award, who was quick, Felix Rosenquist, Roman Grosjean, Takuma Sato, and Will Power. Sato's a guy that's looked good. He's been fast. Obviously, uh, what I would call a bonehead error in, in qualifying cost him that first run. And then he got back out there to qualify 12th. 
um, to be on the quote-unquote bubble for that top 12, and he did get in, uh, and then only to wind up uh, starting from the 10th spot. So he did end up moving two spots overnight in a weird qualification. So, um, yeah, I, I just can't wait for the weekend. It, this this two weeks or one and a half weeks or, you know, 16 days of Indy just goes by so dang quick, and it's one of those things that um, – I try to savor every moment of it and realize how lucky I am, you know, that we all have, for lack of a better term, shit going on in life and, and things that are out of our control that we wish we would we, we, we were better at or, or could better. But, um, you know, you do what you got to do and you just you, you keep moving forward and keep smiling. So um, I can't wait. It's going to be a fun race. Carb day. Hopefully the rain stays away. Would love to know your prediction of who you think is going to win the 500 um, Jake Query and I talked about this, and we do this every year. You know, he asks, "Who's the winner? Who's the highest finishing rookie? Who's the first out? And then who's that driver at the end of the day where you're going, damn, he he wasn't he wasn't around much, but he ended up finishing seventh. So like Sage Karam would have been that guy last year. Hildebrand's always one of those guys where you're going, man, you didn't really hear much from him. But at the end of the day, Gabby Chavez was like that. I think he finished eighth back in 2018 when Sato won his first. So. A lot to be done there. Big things, as always, the flooring is forever. Flooring is forever.com, 317-755-1246. Flooring is forever has you covered with over 20 years of experience here locally in Indianapolis. If you're looking to upgrade the flooring in your home or office, give them a call or check them out. Flooring is forever.com. I know Harley will be out here for carb. It should be a good one. Pit stop competition. Um, Kings of Chaos. I haven't really heard too much of them, to be honest. But a lot of big names. I was talking to Laura Steele, and she said, you know, there's a lot of big names. You're going to hear a lot of songs that you may not have heard of. And as I'm looking across the turn three right now, I can see them building the stage, and these guys uh, probably 80 feet in the air um, standing on scaffolding to get that up. So that's a little scary. Um, Not as scary as that spider that landed on me. So I'm going to play that audio back here at the end uh, of the show. So it's indie. It's great. I love it. It's my number one passion in life, and just trying to make the most of it, do right by it, and have one hell of a Sunday for the 106th running of the Indianapolis 500. Don't forget to like, subscribe to Burnout Sports, burnoutsports.com. Check us out across social media. We'll have a lot of awesome content as well. All right, enjoy this where I uh, have a spider. I, I, I realize that there's a spider crawling on me, and I hope you have a good laugh with it. I right, welcome in to the Tony D Podcast Race Week here at the Indianapolis Motor Speedway, which is currently where I am, taping this on a Tuesday afternoon. Um, it's a quiet day. They had the American Dairy Luncheon, so uh, check out BurnoutSports.com. I had a pretty good video of Roman Grosjean milking a cow, and I'm pretty sure that's the first time that he has milked a cow. Uh, so that was very interesting. It's something that the rookies do every year. Oh, my God. Holy crap. A spider just crawled on me oh oh my god oh god